Welcome to SkillsUSA's podcast. I'm your host, Craig Moore. Today, we're going to be discussing the 2022 National Leadership and Skills Conference. I'm going to talk to several key staff members who are part of the team that makes the magic happen. But before we do, I wanted to let you know about our NLSC app. The NLSC 2022 app is where you'll find the official conference program for the 58th annual SkillsUSA National Leadership and Skills Conference. With the app, you can stay organized with up-to-the-minute competition, event, exhibitor, and session information. You can receive important real-time communications from SkillsUSA and build a personalized schedule and bookmark exhibitors. You can take a look at the conference center map and stay in the know and join in on social media with the hashtag NLSC22. Also, take a look at popular content, share your event photos and experiences with our latest feature called the Activity Feed. And there's a lot more. To download the app, just visit the App Store on your iOS or Android device. That's right, you can download it on your iPhone or your Android. To find it, search SkillsUSA or NLSC 2022. Well, now I'd like to welcome to the program SkillsUSA's Executive Director, Shelly Travis. Shelly, welcome back to the program today. Uh, thank you, Craig. Good to be back. Last time we had you on was November 2019. I'm just curious, has anything interesting happened since then? Oh, just a few things. <laughs> just a few things. Um, but but I would like to say, you know, we have, um, as a team, uh, we have met the challenges of the past two years, I think, head on. Um, and we are, we are coming back and ready for an in-person conference uh, and uh, very excited about what's to come for the organization. Now, back before the, the whole world shut down, you had only been able to attend a handful of in-person events for, as SkillsUSA's executive director. Was it super discouraging to realize that future events would have to wait? So I would say one thing um, coming into this position that I was extremely excited about was actually the opportunity to see students and see them in action um, as a person um, that is truly motivated uh, by helping students and helping them achieve their goals. It really does feed my soul, so to mm -hmm. speak, to actually see students and seeing them achieve their dreams um, for their futures. And so while it wasn't discouraging, I would say necessarily, um, it was a little disappointing. It wasn't discouraging because I knew that the work that we were doing was still the right work and mm -hmm. we were able to help them transition from a, a in-person environment to a, a virtual environment. Mm -hmm. We were still able to achieve our mission in helping our students to become world-class workers, leaders, and responsible citizens. Mm -hmm. Um, we were just doing that differently. Um, personally, uh, I missed seeing those students, sure. right? Sure. Yeah. But I knew we were still doing the right work. This was still an amazing opportunity um, to really be able to impact um, a generation of students. We were just doing that differently um, in, in that time, what needed to be done. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so that was still very rewarding. Um, it was a challenging time if I sat here and said, mm -hmm. oh, but that was all easy. It was so easy. It yeah. was so easy. Um, it, it was a challenging time for all of us mm -hmm. um, in many different ways, both personally and um, professionally. Um, but I was very proud of our team at SkillsUSA and what we were able to accomplish in those very uncertain times. Um, but the certainty 
mm -hmm. um, of it all is that we were still able to do great work and that we were still able to impact uh, students' lives. And, uh, and really that was very rewarding. Yeah, it's true. It was, it was really disorienting, I think, for everybody and not just at SkillsUSA, but everywhere. But as, as this is being recorded, you've been to several state conferences as well as a National Signing Day event. Are you enjoying being back out on the road and seeing faces? And I could tell you that there was probably no one that was more excited uh, than me on any competition floor or at any uh, opening ceremony or delegate session or at the signing day. I was like a kid in the candy store. I, would, <laughs> I had the opportunity um, to be with my SkillsUSA family. Those, uh, it felt like I was at home again. That's and great. actually having the opportunity just to see those students in person and being able to elevate our students and career and technical education and skilled trades um, again, in person was uh, just so exhilarating. Um, just it really is. I mean, it's it just it's it's great what they were able to do virtually, but there's nothing like being back together again, doing it, and you know, taking precautions, of course, always being careful. But we we've had some great events this this um, spring and um, late winter. So um, the big news, of course, is we're back in person at national conference in Atlanta, Georgia, this year. Um, what are you most excited about going to Atlanta? Most excited about? Okay, Craig, you've asked a, a mother <laughs> to tell you to, to name her favorite child, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that that's very difficult. So what am I excited about? Um, so I am the most excited about to see our students from across the nation, our advisors from across the nation, our partners from across the nation, our staff, mm -hmm. um, our yeah. skills you say staff, our state directors and state staff all together in one place mm -hmm. in person again and um, and and everything about it, from our uh, championships. Mm -hmm. uh, I really do think there is, uh, it, you cannot describe that in words. There's mm -hmm. nothing like it. You have to see the championships floor and Texpo That's in person. Sure. Um, you, you just can't get that anywhere else. So I'm so excited to see championships, to see Texpo, to see our um, opening ceremony, our new recognition session, um, our delegates on the delegate floor, all of our advisors able to take part in professional development and learning and growing together. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited to see old and new family again. Yeah. I really do feel like SkillsUSA is, um, is a family. Mm -hmm. We're all working um, for uh, our future of our nation's workforce, and, and I'm so excited to see that together in one place. And then, of course, our closing ceremony and our awards where mm -hmm. we'll have our students recognized and, and the medallions and having that opportunity to see that um, again and really recognize not only the work that our students and our advisors and our partners have helped us to do for the past year mm -hmm. and what will take place there, but really a celebration of everything that we've overcome mm -hmm. and that we've risen above over the, over the last two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so just exciting. can't wait. Yeah, it's so exciting. It's, um, do you remember your first national conference? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I was uh, an advisor. Um, I was in um, Athens, Tennessee. 
um, at the time on a local uh, College of Applied Technology campus there in Tennessee. And um, I had 10 students mm. that I took and uh, just remembering many of them. It was their first trip ever outside of, mm-hmm. of our state and, and actually already knew that I was moving back to Nashville at that time. Oh, wow. But I'd stayed. My husband, uh, Kevin, uh, had already moved uh, back to Nashville to start his new job and we would be moving in the few months. But I said, I have to stay. I have to see this through. I have to mm. see my Skills USA students um, at National Conference finish there and, and then I can go and, and I can worry about what's to come next. And it was so rewarding just to be able to see nationals through my students' eyes mm-hmm. and to see them um, achieve what, when we started working, mm-hmm. they didn't um, think was possible. Yeah. Um, both from uh, delegates and their, their leadership potential, but then also the students that we took as competitors. Um, I came home that year with a gold medal winning quiz bowl team. Oh, awesome. And a, a quiz bowl uh, a, too. That's a hard one. It is a hard <laughs> one. And a, uh, and a bronze medal um, student actually in a job interview. So we were very excited uh, for our small, uh, our, our small town. Um, but we had uh, an amazing team of, of advisors and really, you know, the magic does happen on the local level. So I was so excited to be part of that. Um, that, that is, I think that's where I got that, got the skills you would say bug bit me, mm-hmm. um, about 20 years ago with them. Yeah. You know, it was, I remember Vic, of course, from when I was a kid seeing it, you know, I, I was not a part of it, but I did remember, you know, the red blazers and everything. But I had no idea my first conference, what I was going to see. And it was, it was so massive. I used to, I would go back to my room every, and I was on staff, of course, and I would go back to my room at night and just sit there and stare because I, it was like just overwhelming, everything that was happening. So it was amazing. It's amazing. If you can go, everyone, you should come. Um, it's like no other. There's yeah. an event like no other. That's um, true. And um, so just to wrap up here, um, do you have any advice that you would like to give a, a first-time teacher or student who's coming to Atlanta in June? First of all, I'd like to just say congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations on on making it to the National Conference, on being a part um, of this incredible event and, and of this organization. Um, my, uh, my recommendation is take advantage of every opportunity, um, not just uh, within your competition or within the delegate session, but make sure to meet not only those from your state, but others. You mm-hmm. have an incredible opportunity to network with business and industry partners. Um, to learn to learn from each other. You'll see students from across the nation that are excited about learning and excited about the trade uh, and learning the skills that you are also passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so truly do soak up every moment. Um, you will make lifelong connections mm-hmm. um, there that can impact the, your trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, not just uh, for you, um, but for uh, your family, your community, and your state that you are representing. So I really do encourage you to take advantage of every opportunity and be present in the moment there. Great advice. Well, Shelley, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. This is a great opportunity for everyone, and we want to want to make sure that they know uh, what all's going on at, at our conference this year since it's been a while. 
it has been, and I can't wait uh, to mm-hmm. d- be back in person and to see everyone. So All I look right. forward to seeing you again soon. Yes. Thanks, Shelly. Thanks. I'm now being joined by Courtney Farrell, the Program Director for Conference Management Services at SkillsUSA. Welcome to the program, Courtney. Hi, Craig. So it's been three years since we've all gotten together for the National Leadership and Skills Conference. Are you excited? Craig, I am jazzed to see our students in action, walk the competition floor, visit our our business partners at Texpo booths, and experience all that conference has to offer. So when we last were at a national conference, it was 2019, and we were in Louisville, Kentucky. Now we're moving to Atlanta, Georgia. What's the new venue like? We are so excited to have our conference hosted at the Georgia World Congress Center. Um, It's one of the largest LEED certified convention centers in the world, and it has 1.5 million square feet of exhibit space. And Skills wow. USA, yeah, we'll take up all of hall, all the halls, all the meeting rooms in that venue, and we just can't wait to have our students experience such a, a high-quality um, conference in, in such an exciting new venue. And then across the street at the State Farm Arena is where we will host our three general sessions, our opening session, our recognition, recognition session, as well as our award session. It's home to the Atlanta Hawks, and it was voted the best concert venue um, by Polestar. So just can't wait to listen to Flo Rida and have our students experience that, that venue as well. That's amazing. I mean, when you think about it, people often talk about our national conference as being this premier event. And, and I've heard our sessions referred to as, as very similar to being like rock concerts. So being in, in, in a venue like the State Farm Arena is really going to feel like that. Oh, for sure. And there is not a bad seat in the house. Everyone is going to have a high quality experience and be really engaged um, through the whole, whole all, through each of the sessions and through the whole experience there. Is it true that most of the hotels are walkable to GWCC? Yes, yes. Everything is right there in downtown Atlanta. Uh, The furthest hotel is 0.8 miles from the door um, of the convention center. So everything is walkable. You know, even if you need uh, a CVS or you need some food or, you know, all of that is in that downtown convention district core. So otherwise, how would people get around in the city? Yeah, so we're really encouraging folks to bring their walking shoes. Um, It's a beautiful downtown. You get to walk through Olympic Centennial Park from most of the hotels as you make your way to the GWCC. Um, And then also, we're really encouraging folks to consider using the MARTA. The MARTA will help get you from the airport, right, for those of us who are flying in. And you jump on the MARTA a couple stops, and you'll be right near your hotel. So we're encouraging folks to use that mode of transportation and then enjoy the walkability um, once they get there. So MARTA is a subway system, like. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And it's voted like one of the cleanest rapid transit systems out there. Um, And it's really easy to use it from the airport to the downtown. It's it's one line and it only goes one way. So you can just hop on it and head that way from the airport. 
So we know that we have a lot of activities going on at conference and a lot of things that people are doing just at the event. But what about for their downtime? Are, are there other things to do in Atlanta? Oh, absolutely. Again, uh, let me share some of the cool things that are walkable right around the corner from the GWCC and, and near that park that I mentioned before. We have the Sky View, which is a huge Ferris wheel. You can get a bird's eye view of Atlanta. We have the aquarium, right? One of the world's largest aquariums. Uh, really cool experience there. Um, the world of Coke. And they have a fun tasting room where you can taste Cokes from around the world. Um, we have the Chick-fil-A Football Hall of Fame. If you're a big college football, you can't miss that, that opportunity to see that. And then we also have the National Center for Human and Civil Rights. So a, a really impactful experience um, that you can go through there, too. Well, it's a good thing where they're going to be there for a few years. It sounds like the, you can't do it all in one sitting. <laughs> exactly, Craig. And I do want to be sure that folks know that we have negotiated some discounts for um, a variety of Atlanta venues. So all that information is going to be in our NLSC app. So before you head into a venue, check that out and see if we, your badge might get you a, a little bit of a discount. That's, that's fantastic. Now, one of the events that people look forward to during our national conference is on Friday, we often do a community service event for uh, the area wherever our, our conference is being hosted. Are we doing that this year? We are, Craig, and we'll have 400 students and advisors come together. Um, they'll be set up in smaller teams, and they will be building bikes. So they'll, they'll have a, a package of, of all these bike materials. They'll work as a team to put that all together, and then they'll award it to a local Atlanta charity. So excited for those students who get to enjoy those bikes and, and, and benefit from us being there and our conference and our students building them for it. Oh, that sounds, that sounds fantastic. Now, do you have any advice for someone who's coming to conference for the very first time? So Craig, this is probably my 10th or 11th national conference, somewhere in there. So as a first time attendee, what I would advise someone is just to soak it all in, right? Is to take advantage of all of the conference programming that's out there. Um, really um, spend time at the GWCC, wandering around, checking out the different competitions and Texpo booths. Be sure you don't miss any of our general sessions. And then, you know, explore downtown Atlanta while you're there. There's, there's so many opportunities in this new um, city that we're in. Um, and then meet as many new people as you can. Like that is one of the things that I love about our national conference is there's people all across the country that are coming together who have the same energy, excitement, and passion around career and technical education. So don't miss the chance to interact with folks as well. When he was 15, I brought my oldest son with me to, to conference one year, and he had the best time. And then he ended up joining Skills USA. So <laughs> It, it, uh, I'm not going to say that's a direct connection, but he really, he really enjoyed himself. There was so much to do and, mm -hmm. and really enjoyed it. So, well, we're excited. Um, I want to thank you for coming on uh, today and taking a little bit of your time to, to talk about NLSC. Um, any final words? Yeah, can't wait to see many of you all in Atlanta. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Courtney. Courtney Farrell, Program Director for Conference Management Services. We'll see you in Atlanta. Thanks.
Well, now I'd like to welcome Taryn Arminio to the program. Taryn is our manager for leadership initiatives at SkillsUSA, and she wants to talk a little bit about what is actually one of the first events of our national conference, which uh, is called Leverage and Activate. Hi, Taryn. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Craig. I'm excited to be here. This is, uh, this is the first time we've ever done anything like this as far as talking about uh, doing a special podcast just for conference. We have done, you know, we, what we used to do quite a bit was feature elements of conference on our podcast, like the speeches and, and such. But we want to really, before we go, especially given that we're in a new city, it's a new, you know, it's been a couple of years since we've been able to do things in person. So we wanted to make sure that people understood what, what all is going to be happening. So to start off, can you tell me what is Leverage and Activate? Yeah, thanks. Uh, so Leverage and Activate are two conferences that happened just prior to NLSC. Um, so we consider them pre-conference leadership activities. Activate is really designed for chapter leaders from across the country. It's open to middle and high school students. And Leverage is a conference that's open to SkillsUSA state officers. Oh, okay. So they need to be in that position to qualify to go to Leverage. You got it. You got it. So they've been elected within their state associations and then come to Atlanta and join us at Leverage to really prepare for their year of service as a state officer. Oh, that sounds like that could be really beneficial. How, how long does it last? It's a two and a half day conference for both Leverage and Activate. Um, Activate is really a high energy, fast paced two and a half days. And Leverage is really an intensive leadership development conference. Um, so that two and a half days, they're putting in some hard work. So what, what are, what, why, if I'm a kid who wants to come to conference and I'm thinking about these, why would they, why would I go? So on the Activate side, it really is a conference designed for emerging leaders within a chapter. Um, mm -hmm. So they might be chapter officers at their school. They might um, just be interested in growing their leadership skills. And this conference is really going to help them develop their program of work at their chapter. So they're really laying the groundwork for their year, their upcoming school year, and what that local program of work is going to look like. For Activate, um, especially throughout this pandemic, that role has really shifted to where um, a state officer team would spend a lot of time together getting to know their teammates, build a strong team, and set some, some big goals for their year of service. Well, a lot of that in-person uh, work has really shifted to virtual throughout the pandemic. So we were really excited to be able to hold leverage virtually the past two years. But I have to tell you, we are just so thrilled to be back in person this year and really give state officers the opportunity to get to know their teammates um, and establish a strong team uh, in person and then really dig into their role as a state officer and dive deeper into what that's going to mean for their team throughout the year. Oh, that sounds that sounds really good. Now we've been doing these for a few years now. We started out, I can't even remember when, when it started, but I know it was originally, we originally had a training called 101-201, which, yes. which became, which evolved into Leverage and Activate. Um, what, what's new this year as far as what you're offering 
um, for let's start with activate. Yeah, so on the activate side, and I, I wouldn't say it's totally new, but maybe two years ago, we really launched the new program of work, um, which focuses on six different areas or different labels for the same uh, components of the program of work that we've always had. Um, so we've updated this conference to include committees, all based around the six areas of the program of work. Um, they'll do a really cool canned food activity on the last day of Activate, where they'll build food can sculptures. Um, and at the end of the Activate, those will actually be donated to a local food bank. So excited about um, the community service effort there. But this is really going to simulate a chapter activity for those local program officers. Um, so, so for yeah. those of you who, who may be curious uh, or may may just not have it off the top of your head, the, the SkillsUSA program of work is the roadmap for planning and implementing your chapter activities and includes workplace experiences, leadership development, advocacy and training, partner and alumni engagement, financial management, and community engagement. I get them all. <laughs> you did. You did. I was. I, I. I. I'm sure I did. I was reading it off of a piece of paper. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a little ahead of myself, so I appreciate you filling in for me there. Um, no, that's okay. I, I. It just occurred to me as as we were talking about it that maybe somebody might be listening that might not know. But in case you didn't know, that's what that is, and it's just how we run the chapter during the year. Exactly. Exactly. So this food canned activity really simulates a chapter activity for these uh, chapter leaders. So they'll have a, a ton of work to do around forming these committees and um, accomplishing the project and learning a lot of good project management tools along the way. That's great. Now, what about leverage? So leverage uh, is really around establishing their role on their state officer team and learning how to communicate effectively, both with each other as a team, but then also with stakeholders and how they communicate on behalf of Skills USA, And then they'll really spend that last day digging deeper into their role as a state officer. So it's a lot around, um, I've just been elected. What does this mean for me? What does this mean for my team? Who are these people? Uh, and setting a strong foundation for their year of service so that they can go back home to their states and make a big impact during their year of service. So if someone wants to attend, how do they how do they do it? Do they have to apply or can can they just obviously the state officers, they have to be a state officer for leverage, mm -hmm. but for activate, if I want to come, what do I do? Yeah. So I would start with just talking with your local chapter advisor. Hey, I heard about this conference. I'm really interested in it. I think me and maybe a couple of my classmates could really benefit. And then from there, that advisor can start, you know, working through the process and working with their state association director. Um, to make sure that they can make it to Atlanta and join us. Yeah, it's going to be great. And, you know, it really does, especially for those who are attending, it sort of t sets the tone for the whole week, I think, because it does. especially like, well, well, for all of them, but I, I was just thinking about state officer teams and, and their specific work of what they do. They, you know, it, it probably really orients them in the right direction when they're, when the rest of the chapter gets there, rest of the state officers get or state um, delegations get there. It does. It does. It's an exciting couple of days. I mean, state officers show up on Saturday, which is day one of our conference. 
Most of the times they're wearing a, a matching polo with their team and all of a sudden realize this is so much bigger than just their state officer team when they start seeing other state officer teams from across the country. Um, and the networking that gets to happen there, it's, it's just a really special conference and a really special couple of days that, to your point, sets the stage and sets the tone for a great week ahead at NLSC. So what are the dates? Let's get those dates for people who may need they to know They are them. June 18th through June 20th. June 18th through 20th, Leverage and Activate. We're live in Atlanta at the GWCC, where we'll be doing all this fun stuff. If you can come, if you can be a part of it, I encourage you to do so. Taryn, thanks for coming on the, the show today. And um, I'm sure that everybody really benefited from the things that you told us. Thanks, thanks again. Thanks so much, Craig. It's been a pleasure. I'm now joined by Carolina Belen and Michelle Martinez, both from our Department of Education. We're going to talk about some of the training that's going on this year at NLSC. Welcome to the program. Thank Hi, you. Craig. Thank you for having us. So let's start with something that happens a little bit before conference begins, and that's, that's an event called Engage. It goes on at the same time as Leverage and Activate. And... For someone who may not have attended our national conference before, what is ENGAGE? Right, Craig. So ENGAGE is exactly what you said. It is a pre-conference session for advisors exclusively. Uh, it covers basically step A through Z of how to build a comprehensive chapter. So everything from how to find uh, officers and elect them, how to have meetings correctly, what is a program of work? And then of course, the all important, how do we integrate our SkillsUSA framework into our classroom, our lab, our chapter experiences? And so this has been a very traditional program, well loved by those who attend it. Um, a lot of advisors come back every single year uh, and, and so it, it's just something that we've built on throughout the years and, and advisors come to expect really good things. I met with someone from Ohio recently who said, engage allows me to put on the student hat and try things out before I do it with my class. Well, that's great. And, and you mentioned that, it, that new advisors can attend, but if people are attending multiple years, they, there must be something even if you know what you're doing already. Absolutely. I mean, you know, lifelong learning, right? And there's always something new that comes out of SkillsUSA or some new way to do things. Uh, so we do, we have, it is open to everyone, no matter what your experience level. So we find with new advisors, it really sets that groundwork for them to start their school year with what I would call veteran advisors or people who have been around or even attended it in the past. Uh, they keep coming back. They love sharing best practices. They love the networking. And again, they just kind of like trying those things on for size and then talking to someone about, hmm, how could this work in my classroom? So what's special this year about Engage? Well, one of the things that I'm very excited to um, offer and promote is our facilitator. And so, as I said, Engage starts on Saturday, June 18th. 
and then run Sunday and Monday before everything gets going with the rest of the conference, which by the way, for advisors who are busy with students um, and trying to run them around throughout the week, this is a great opportunity for you to really focus just on yourself. Um, you're gonna hear about Academy and Skills you that take place during the week, equally great opportunities. But if you're the type of advisor who like, I just need a couple of days on my own to concentrate, Engage is the place for you. Um, our facilitator this year, which is what's special, I believe, is Layla Down. And any of the listeners can look up Layla Down um, on her website, Point One Development. There's also a flyer on our SkillsUSA website that gives a brief bio. But Layla is a nationally recognized facilitator. Um, she's done extensive work on comprehensive chapters and what makes those things successful. And so she's going to lead us through on Saturday and Sunday and then Carolina and I are going to have the joy of doing a bunch of experiential activities all day Monday for, for advisors. Oh, that's great. So if I'm an advisor and I'm at NLSC, do I just show up or do I have to sign up to attend? Great question. So you do need to pre-register. This is the one of all of our professional development offerings that you do need to register for. And so where you do that is at the skillsusa-register.org, right? The same place you're registering for everything else, NLSC. There's a piece of that that will allow you to do this pre-conference session. And there is a cost involved. It is $165 in addition to your other NLSC offerings. However, that cost is well worth it because you do get some nice giveaways, um, educational resources, and we do feed you on those three days. So you get some meals included with that cost as well. That's great. There's nothing to lose then. Food, you're gonna learn something and meet and you your, your colleagues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that, of course that goes without saying, but yeah, no, that's great. So. For those of you who want to get a little more information or want to read, I'm going to suggest that you visit our website and here's an easy way to get there. Type in engage.skillsusa.org and you'll be able to get right to the engage page and get the flyer and see all the information and, and get an idea of, of what goes on. Thank you, Craig. So Carolina, there's a brand new program we're doing this year called the Academy of Excellence. Can you tell me about that? Correct. So this is the first time we are going to do Academy of Excellence live. We did have um, a limited version of that program last year uh, during the virtual delivery of NLSC. But this is the first time on site live we're going to have Academy of Excellence. If I were to describe it in one sentence, I would say, it's a little bit of everything that every teacher needs and specifically a CTE and Skills USA affiliated teachers. So you will have your sessions on chapter management or uh, chapter excellence and uh, tips from uh, experienced advisors on how do they run a successful chapter, but also you're going to have that other side of being an educator. So uh, how to deal with your burnout as an educator, how to deliver a class that's hybrid and in-person, um, feedback strategies. How do you give your students effective feedback? Um, two DEI sessions when we're going to talk about microaggressions in the classroom um, and how to deal with students that experience trauma. So there is just going to be very comprehensive educational training that I would say when each teacher leaves, they're going to have just a wealth of knowledge in how to, how to be fulfilled as a teacher. 
and be good at it and feel like you're good at it and not uh, feeling like every day is a struggle, but to get that fulfillment. So I was going to ask who was going to should attend, but it sounds like it's primarily for teachers. Could administrators also benefit from these? Great remark, Craig. Yes, I think I've uh, I've admitted that because yes, it is very much teacher centered, but many of those sessions, a majority of them will be great fitted for administrators and leadership positions for counselors, for new and experienced advisors. So I would say if you are working in education in any capacity, you will benefit from um, a big majority of these sessions. We have over 30 um, that are planned um, to be delivered between Tuesday and Thursday of June 21st and 23rd. Now, is there a cost to attend the Academy of Excellence? That's another great news, no. If you are registered for NLSC, you're coming with your students or alone, um, you can go to as many or as little um, that you want to during Academy of Excellence. So you can come to one session, you can come to 20 if you can make it, um, all at no cost. So this is all included within your registration. Do people have to pre-register? Like if I'm a teacher, I'm there, do I have to say I'm planning on attending these sessions or can I just show up? I would say grab a marker, look at our flyer, um, or look at our app and circle what you want to see or uh, bookmark what you want to see and just come if that works with, for your schedule. So there is no pre-registration. It's a drop-in session. Um, we know that our advisors are super busy and all of our educators are very busy on site. And if they can squeeze in a little bit of training and professional development on these really beneficial and, and captivating topics, um, then we'll be happy to have them there. That's great. Now, just for those who don't know or haven't uh, downloaded the app yet, I believe you can build your schedule within the app so you can Correct. select what yeah. sessions you want to attend and then it appears in one spot for you. So whether it's this or, or some other session that's happening. And the great thing yeah. about them being drop-in is that you can it, sometimes you might find yourself, oh, I've got a, I've got an hour free. Mm -hmm. Let's, what can I do here? Or the, or even the opposite. If suddenly something comes up, if you're not, you know, forced to, you know, if, if you have the flexibility to go or not go, it's, it's a great thing. So. Absolutely. And especially that we do offer certificates for attending. So if you want to keep track of your professional development for your records or for your institution's records, you are going to uh, receive a certificate for every session that you attend. Um, another thing that I would like to mention is that if you're wandering the halls, we are going to have screens in front of each conference room. So you will know what session is going on at each time. We do encourage you to show up on time. But for example, let's say you're walking in and the session has just started and you see the, oh, the burnout session has just started. I see in this room, let me go in. That is also a possibility. So um, amazing instructors and, and great content at Academy. Um, if I were there as a teacher, I would try to go to as many as possible. That's great. Well, everyone, if you can attend Academy of Excellence, please visit our website and learn a little more about it. That URL is academy.skillsusa.org. Yeah, and that's check an out. Easy uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's an easy one to remember. Academy.skillsusa.org. 
and and make sure you check out our schedule in advance. We're going to be all on the same floor, so not a ton of walking distance, and circle a couple of sessions that really interest you. I think you will be positively surprised. This is the first time we're taking this sort of comprehensive approach to professional development and really just covering all the angles of what the teacher needs to excel at what they do. Great. So let's talk about Skills USA University. What for, for the uninitiated, what is that? Uh, Skills USA University, another super exciting uh, opportunity for training. And this one is, I would say, open to anybody, um, educators, administrators, and students. So I think this is what makes it a little bit different. Um, and what we are doing at Skills USA University is really we are celebrating CTE um, by bringing experts and specialists and master teachers from each career cluster um, that uh, Skills USA um, collaborates with. So we will have a lot of experts from, let's say, construction and architecture. We're going to have experts from cosmetology, culinary arts, uh, manufacturing, STEM, you name it. Um, and those experts will deliver a session. Each one of them will deliver a session on how to perform a practical skill that will be useful in that career pathway. So the students and the teachers can come and learn from one of the best ones in the field, in the field and um, teachers can choose to implement it in their curriculum and students can choose to learn it. That's great. And I'm gonna ask again, just for people's wallets, do they pay extra for Skills USA University? Nope, zero. Everything is included in your NLSC registration. So um, if your activities uh, are, let's say wrapped up or you have an hour and a half, we run those sessions on an AM and PM basis, 9.30 to 11 and then two to 3.30. If any of those timeframes work for you, look at our schedule, see what interests you. Um, maybe something aligns with your, uh, with your career field, or maybe not. Maybe you just want to see a really great chef perform a cooking demonstration and teach you how to do it because you've always been interested in that. Um, so there's just multiple ways that you can approach that. And I think it's a very unique opportunity to see the skills that have been mastered by some of the like the representation in the field so we can learn from them and leave even more knowledgeable on the CTE clusters that we are in. Which days of the week is that? Is it Tuesday through Friday or? It's Tuesday through Thursday. So same Tuesday day through. as Academy. Uh, that is with exception of one uh, workshop that you can see on the uh, flyer. But yeah, most of them are just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they're in two turns, two runs, 9.30 to 11 in the morning, and then afternoon, 2 to 3.30. And also, again, for those of you who, who have a smartphone, download the NLSC app, and you can see the sessions and schedule which ones you want to attend or the, even that you're interested in. And if you find yourself able to do so, you can. And also for extra information on our website, please visit skillsu.skillsusa.org and you can get all of the information up to, to now that we have online. And I would recommend bookmarking all of these pages because there could be updates and you can download the latest schedules and flyers and, and learn all that you need to know about each of these sessions. Well, Michelle and Carolina, thank you so much for 
being a part of the program today. I'm sure everyone will benefit and uh, hopefully we'll have big attendance at all of your sessions. Absolutely. We're looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Craig, for hosting us. See you in Atlanta. Julie Dufour, Senior Manager, SkillsUSA Texpo and Partnerships, joins us now to talk about SkillsUSA Texpo. Julie, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Craig. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. So one of the um, big events that happens during the week is SkillsUSA Texpo. Can you tell our audience a little bit what Texpo is about? What is Texpo? Thanks. So Texpo is, if you will, the expo for our NLSC. It's kind of a collection of our industry partners that find that same mission for our students, teachers to be able to elevate their learning and experience and enjoy in their competitions that they're there at the National Leadership Skills Conference. So students and teachers and others who are visiting our conference can interact with some of our business partners directly. Oh, absolutely. And I find a lot of our exhibitors this year, uh, workforce uh, pipeline is huge. So it's a way that they can do outreach to those elevated students that have really gone that extra mile and be able to um, carry that next step conversation. So, so what kind of things happen during Texpo? So the exhibitors set up in their booth, they do demos of their product or their services or what have you. It's really to extend that learning that they possibly do in their trade and their competition within the, those um, competitions right on the conference floor. And which days is it held during the week? So it opens officially on Tuesday at 10 a.m., goes 10 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, 8 to 5. It was open the same time as championships, the competitions that surround it right in the okay. heart of everything. So it's right there on the, the, the what we call the skills floor or the competition floor. Oh, Absolutely. In fact, the way that um, the Atlanta venue at GWCC has allowed us to nicely uh, cluster those career clusters in the halls, and then the Texpo exhibitors actually fall very neatly within each of those clusters that they align with. So... If I'm attending the conference and I want to, and I, and I see that there's a specific textbook booth that I want to visit, how do I find it? The mobile app. It's all about the mobile app. So on okay. the mobile app, you'll go in and you'll see all of the different exhibitors. There's an interactive floor plan. So if you're in the hall, you can look and see what's around you. So you can find it multiple different ways. Well, I, I will tell you this. Um, Years ago, when my my oldest son was uh, 15, he came to national conference with me, and he had not at that point joined Skills USA. He joined later in his <laughs> in his high school career, but he came and he had so much fun at Texpo. There were there were games, there were different fun things to see, little giveaways, and he 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 won a pair of jeans at, at one of the booths. Oh. <laughs> 
he couldn't believe it. So um, there's there's just a, it's it's really exciting, and hopefully people will uh, get to spend some time there um, each day that they're open. Absolutely. And we did just recently extend the sales of the booth. We want to make sure we capture all of our industry partners. And so we extended the booth sales till May 31st. Fantastic. Well, Julie, thanks so much for coming on today and talking to us a little bit about Texpo. Darren Gibson is the program director for career competition events at SkillsUSA. Darren manages our SkillsUSA championships at the national level, and he's here to talk to us a little bit about what's happening this year. Welcome to the program, Darren. Thank you, Craig. I'm excited to, to speak about the national conference coming up. So this is our first in-person national competition in three years. Are you excited to get back into it? I can't tell you how excited I am, uh, and not only myself, but the hundreds of volunteers that were that will be uh, helping out at the national conference. Just an example: in February, we had the the contest chair meeting, a pre-conference uh, on-site meeting in Atlanta, and we had over 125 people there. In uh, oh, wow. the previous in the previous event for in 2019, we had only about 75 people attend this event. So. Not only is staff excited to, for the first conference in-person conference in three years, that our industry partners are super excited. There's, there's just a lot of buzz and a lot of excitement with our industry partners. Yeah, you know, I've been to a couple of state conferences this year, and there's just a, you can feel the excitement as people are getting back into competing in person and, and just interacting with one another. And it's, it's a, it'll be a great thing to see. Yes. Um, now, this year, for those who are listening who may not be aware, this is, this is a new city for Skills USA. We had previously been in Kentucky. Uh, we're moving to Atlanta, Georgia. Can you tell us a little bit about the Georgia World Congress Center space in Atlanta? Yes, uh, we're super excited about the space. Uh, just the exhibit halls alone, we have about a million and a half square feet of floor space, about 26 football fields. And that doesn't even take into account the meeting rooms and assembly halls that we'll be utilizing for the competition and the conference itself. So it's the largest space by far that we've ever been able to utilize for, for the national conference. The championships floor, the competition floor will be larger than ever. Like I said, over a million and a half square feet just in the exhibit halls alone. So it's, it's an amazing facility. The downtown Atlanta area is just an amazing experience for all of our all of our attendees, the conference attendees. It'd be a great great experience for them too. How many competitors are we expecting this year? We'll probably have around six thousand competitors. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. So they'll be just in doing all their various competitions right there in the World Congress Center, Georgia World Congress Center. Yes, we, we have 108 competitions this year, 103 are official, and then we've got five demonstration competitions, and all 108 will be in the Georgia World Congress Center, which is also a first in past national conferences. Some of our competitions had to be off, held off-site because of facility re restrictions and mm -hmm. other, other things that uh, 
prohibit us from having all the contests under one roof and this this year for the first time it'll be under one roof so what what constitutes a demonstration versus a, an official contest what what's yeah, the a, a demonstration is a contest that's kind of in a trial run period they run for three years to see what kind of industry support we can we can foster for the contest what type of state support how many states pick up the contest to run at the state level and at the end of three years, it's evaluated if we have the industry and the state support, that's, that contest will move to an official sanctioned competition. That's great. That's, um, that's a great opportunity for, to, to expand what we're, uh, what we're doing. So let's pretend that I'm a first-time competitor, really old one, but I'm a first-time <laughs> competitor. Um, what should I be most concerned about as far as my competitions? Yeah, I, I, probably the most important piece is to make sure you've reviewed and studied the national technical standards. That is the guideline. That's the guidebook for our competition, kind of a playbook. It, it covers the scope of the competitions, each task or each, ass each assignment that a student may be given in that competition. And the other piece is the update page. Make sure that you check our, our national website for the, the SkillsUSA contest update page because there may be some essential information that's valuable to the competitors that's placed on that update page. That's right. And it's you can find that easily, folks. If you if you visit our website, just type in the in the in the bar there, updates.skillsusa.org. It'll take you right to that page. It's updated frequently. Um, up up until you know, I don't want to say it ends in May, but it usually ends by the end of May. Um, but just please check it regularly. Your if your contest has an update, you'll find it there. And you know, honestly, it it, it will really really help you remain competitive because there are some crucial things in there. Yes, and and I'll add a little bit more to that. Uh... What is what competitors can be expecting? You've been training for some time in your classroom, a year, two years, three years. Take that training and move it forward and bring that to your competition because the contests are designed and created by industry partners. And their goal, our mission is career preparation. So the career preparation that you've been doing in your classroom will just feed naturally into the competition. That's great. Um, and also for you, know, Darren mentioned the, the rules, the technical standards, advisors who join as professional members get access to those for free. So make sure you talk to your advisor. He or she should have those and you should have no problem reviewing those and making sure you're familiar with everything in them. They're updated every year. We, we make changes. And updated every home. year. Yeah. Print off copies, take them to the competition, ask questions during the orientation meetings with the contest chairs. There's an opportunity for you to interact with the contest chair to ask any questions that you may have about the technical standards or the, the schedule of events during the competition. We survey the, the technical committee chairs almost every year for the past 15 or so years, maybe more, asking for tips for, for competition. And by far, 
the one that comes up most often is read the rules, <laughs> read the rules. So read the rules. Yep. You can, you can really go far by doing that. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's really uh, just add a little bit more to that, Craig, that uh, uh -huh. I'm, I'm glad you shared that about the, the tech chairs, their survey. That's something that I've seen for many, many years that, uh, there's competitors that show up to the competition that sometimes have never even seen the national technical standards. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair to our students. If they're not prepared for the contest, the, the chances of their success is really diminished greatly. So it's a, kind of a plea to the, to the advisors out there to make sure you get the, the technical standards. You've reviewed them with your students, make sure they're prepared. You understand the contest guides and what, the competition that's structured in your state may not replicate be replicated at nationals. States mm -hmm. may run their own separate piece to those, those to those competitions. So don't assume what you experience at your state competition is going to be exactly what you see at nationals. Chances are it won't be. In fact, nationals will probably be above and beyond what you've seen at the at the state competition. So read yeah, the technical like standards, review them, and be prepared. Yeah, it's like a state competition on steroids and you know, it's, a, it's big and, and, you know, it's, it's, it can be overwhelming. It's a, it's a lot of people. It's, a, it's, you know, so, so the more prepared a person is, the better they can, they can do. So read those rules, check out updates.skillsusa.org and we'll see y'all in Atlanta. Darren, thanks yep. for talking to us today. Really appreciate Absolutely. it. All right. Looking forward to seeing everybody in Atlanta in June. Next up on our podcast, I'm going to be speaking with Joey Baker, who is the senior manager for our education programs in the Department of Education at SkillsUSA. Hi, Joey. Welcome to SkillsUSA podcast. Thanks, Craig. Great to be here. Joey is um, running several of our, our, our sessions at our national conference, and, and we've got a lot of exciting things happening. If you've never been, our opening ceremony is a big big deal. Um, I've, it's it's uh, been described as like a combination of like a sporting event and a rock concert. Um, we're in a whole new location this year as as we've been talking about on the program. What's, what's in store for us for the opening ceremony in Atlanta? Yeah, absolutely, Craig. As you mentioned, we're in a new location, so we're very excited to call State Farm Arena home. Uh, recently renovated facility, very excited to be there, uh, and really excited to kick off the conference with our opening general session. Uh, really, this session will highlight uh, all that's to come in, in SkillsUSA's National Leadership and Skills Conference, everything from our championships to our professional development workshops uh, to our delegate sessions, and really uh, set some context for the exciting week ahead. Well, that's fantastic. So it's a, it's, I, I was able to tour it once the state farm arena and there's, there's some, it's, it's big and it's got some cool features to it. Is there anything you want to highlight about that? Yeah, absolutely. So in addition to the arena and it's all led uh, screens and ribbons, our stage will look a lot different that, uh, than it has in the past. We're excited to be have transitioned uh, to complete led screens uh, so really excited about uh, that transition and the exciting look uh, and brightness and vibrance that uh, the session will take on. 
And that's also where we'll hold our award ceremony. Yeah, absolutely. And our award ceremony is really uh, an opportunity for us to recognize and celebrate all of our championships medalists, uh, where we'll recognize first, second, third, or bronze, silver, and gold medallion winners. Uh, and really a, a new change that we have in store this year uh, is we'll be pre-calling those award winners. So we'll announce uh, the top three in no particular order to come to the stage. And then on stage, they'll learn whether they received a bronze, silver, or gold medallion. So really excited uh, to be able to capture that uh, announcement live and see that interaction uh, on the main stage. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, there's something new this year. It's something we've often talked about. Um, one of the things that has been a challenge over years has been the length of some of the sessions. And so there's always been discussion of we should do a separate session for for some of the other recognitions so they don't get lost in among the different other celebrations so so what are we talking about here yeah so we're really excited for our inaugural recognition session uh, which will provide us the opportunity to highlight individual chapter and student achievement uh, so really excited to celebrate those chapters in that way anything from our chapter excellence program to our president's volunteer service award recipients our skills USA delegates, really our opportunity to recognize more and more students on the main stage. And in combination with that, we're excited to have Flo Rida with us uh, to perform a concert, uh, which will be a great addition to celebrate and honor our student and chapter achievement this year. Well, this sounds exciting. And all this comes with, you don't have to do extra, pay extra for any of this if you register. No, absolutely. It's included in full registration. So uh, all of our students who are coming and teachers who are registered through their state association will receive access to all three sessions, uh, complimentary, included in registration. Well, that's awesome. Well, everyone, get excited, get hyped for, the, for, for all three sessions, and all three are at the State Farm Arena. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Once again, Joey Baker... Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me, Craig. Tyler Chaffin is the program manager for student initiatives for Skills USA. He's here to talk a little bit about our some of the student events that are happening, some of the big ones that are happening during the week at National Conference. Hi, Tyler. How's it going? It's going well, Craig, how are you? Doing good. So let's talk a little bit about the national delegate sessions that happen during the week at NLSC. Um, what exactly happens during those meetings? Yeah, so our uh, state associations um, allotted through their membership are um, anywhere from two delegates all the way to 40 delegates are state identified representatives that enact business on behalf of all of the student members within their state association. So imagine a uh, house of representatives of Skills USA. Uh, these mm -hmm. students come to uh, NLSC and then we bring forth business uh, for our students to voice their opinions on and vote on throughout the week. So on Tuesday, we have our kickoff and training that preps students for how to be prepared and empowered in their role as responsible decision makers on behalf of the hundreds or thousands of students in their state association. 
and learn more about parliamentary procedure. On Wednesday, we have our uh, new delegate committees that the national office needs student input um, on a variety of different topics. And then we will have our students provide that vital input um, on behalf of their members and provide a recommendation to us um, on Thursday in our delegate sessions. And really, Craig, the meat of these um, of this program is all around our business sessions. And uh, on Thursday and Friday, these students all gather as if they would in uh, the House of Representatives in Congress and begin to discuss or debate any motions that come to the floor, if we have any bylaw changes for our middle, high school, or college post-secondary division. Uh, and then they're able to also play an important role in voting for our national officer elections uh, in the upcoming year. And on uh, Friday night, we then will unveil our national officers um, that those students elected for the following year. Yeah, it's very exciting. They, they have a series of, of meetings, um, both in their individual division houses, uh, post-secondary and high school and even middle school now, right? Yes. So uh, what's very interesting about the way that SkillsUSA works is we have, we're all one giant organization and membership, but we have business that is um, enacted between our divisions as each member group needs, uh, has specific needs that we have to cater to them. So really in our middle school division, uh, we have a smaller amount of those students come to our national leadership and skills conference. So we're really able to orient them to this idea of what being a delegate is, what skills USA is, and then allow them to see uh, the magic that happens in our high school and college post-secondary house. And then in high school, our bylaws outline different rules around how many national officers are in our high school division than in our college post-secondary division. And uh, they abide by the same rules, but our national officer elections just vary a little differently on both sides. And what matters to a high school student is different than what matters to a college post-secondary student. So we're able to still um, have the same fair rules across the board, but then we're allowing them to voice their opinions on something that matters specific to that membership division at the same time. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. And, and, you know, middle school's emerging. So it's, it's, it's by, you know, by definition going to be smaller initially, but then you also have joint sessions where all of the divisions are together. Yeah. So this year we um, really, those sessions will be mostly in our training and in our committee kickoffs that everything happens. All our business sessions this year will be um, completely by division. Um, oh, okay. And we're able to then cater directly to those needs by division moving forward. It's all very exciting to watch and, and see the energy in the room as, as everyone gets together and cheers and, and, and sometimes they do little chants for their state. And yes, I, you know, uh, Texas high school always shows up with um, their hats, same with Ohio. Um, there's, uh, I love during our roll call, every state always has something so specific um, to their state association and how they show up and want um, all of the country to know that why they love their state. And um, just the, um, the proudness that they have, for lack of better words, around um, 
why or the pride that they have within their state association really shows up um, while they're representing all of their members on that delegate floor. And it's really encouraging to watch. And I think uh, when we go into those national officer elections and those candidates and their campaigns the whole time, that's when we really show up and um, that cheer for your own state association and if you have a candidate from your association as well. So that camaraderie that is able to be established between all of these delegates is something that's really indescribable. So how does a person get to become a delegate? It, it's, yeah. I imagine it varies per state. It does. So outlined in our bylaws, we allot um, state associations, a certain number of delegates based off their membership. And then it is up to the state associations to then identify their uh, voting delegates to the national office. A lot of times delegates happen to be state officers. Um, but for example, if you have a state association that is um, very large in membership and has 30 delegates, that's um, way more than state officers. So they um, operate on their own um, criteria to uh select their delegates to send forth to the national um, delegate business meetings. Now, do they need any special preparation? Is there any pre-work before our conference? So really we um, coordinate everything to where uh, they get pre-event communication and make sure that they understand their role as a delegate and what that week looks like for them. And then that's really what we're excited about this Tuesday training that we're unveiling, that we're able to orient them all on site to where that pre-work is um, not as needed before and get them good to go on site and ready to rock and roll for that media application of what they're learning. So you mentioned the national officer election. It's a big part of the responsibilities of a delegate. Um, how does somebody decide or how are they able to run for national office? Yeah, so uh, outlined in our bylaws is um, criteria to run for national office. And we elect um, up to 10 high school national officers, five at large and five regional um, vice presidents. And then in our college post-secondary division, we have five at large positions. And so in our bylaws, um, we outline rules that you have to be an active member endorsed by your state association. And there's certain criteria that we um, outline also in our national officer program guide that really walks students through what their year of service would look like as a national officer, and then the application and candidacy requirements, um, really painting that full picture. And so um, we encourage everyone to read that guide and see all of those details as it's fully encompassing and how they can run for a national office. Uh, but all of our applications are due on June 1st at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then we have a month full of activities for national officer candidates. Okay, so during the week, uh, the candidates that are running, what do they do? Do, yeah. do they give speeches? Do they campaign? They do. So they, it actually starts the minute that you're accepted as a candidate. So how um, what's really exciting about um, my work is that I get to really get to know these candidates from the minute that they submit their application up until um, we have our 15 elected national officers on stage on Friday night at the award session. And so once they're approved as a set official candidate, then we have a 
uh, virtual orientation. We have our written exam that they take virtually beforehand. And then they also have national officer candidate interviews. Um, and those interviews are with a current national officer, a state association director, as well as a national um, board member. Uh, then we facilitate those. Once those candidates um, pass those requirements, then we get to on-site where we allow um, campaigning to happen. That can happen virtually um, through social media, as well as we have meet the candidate sessions where uh, students that are running for national office are able to set up campaign tables. And we allot times for the hundreds of delegates to work through all of the different um, candidates and see what do I like about this candidate? Um, how do they measure up against another candidate? What questions do I need to ask that they didn't answer um, during the delegate business session? And in that delegate business session, um, we have them provide a uh, two minute speech to everybody. And in that speech, um, they're really able to articulate what they've learned through SkillsUSA and their CTE experience. And uh, they also answer a uh, problematic question for everybody to um, see how they respond on the spot as well. Well, it sounds like a lot of work. Um, best of luck to anyone who's planning to run. And, um, you know, you've got a lot on your plate, so I'm going to let you get back to it. But thank you for taking the time to explain this process to us. And um, we'll see you in Atlanta. Yes, yeah, see you in Atlanta, Craig. That brings us to the end of our program. Obviously, there's a lot going on at our national conference. There's even more. We're just covering some of it in this podcast. So if you really want to experience it, you've got to make your way down to Atlanta. For all the latest information about our conference, be sure to visit nlsc.skillsusa.org. And just as a reminder, we do have a conference app that you can download at either your Android or iPhone app stores. Search SkillsUSA to find it or NLSC 2022 and you can add it to your phone and you'll have all of the latest and greatest information about our national conference. Thanks for joining us for SkillsUSA's podcast. Skills USA Champions.